Hi, and welcome to the Boat Princess podcast. My name is Nikki Vo, and I'm your host. I am a boat owner, a marina owner, a director on the Marina Industries Association, and a huge advocate for boating. In this series, I'm sharing the stories from every nook of the boating industry with the intention of encouraging more women to join me and for more women to get behind the helm too. I want to share the experience and opportunities of boating, of the boating industry, and I want you to join me as I bring the conversations and answer all the questions you've had. Boating is not just for the glamorous and rich and famous. It's full of beautiful and interesting people making the most of our natural environment and getting out there, enjoying the waterways. So let's set off the lines, take over the helm and escape to the world of boating. So welcome everyone to another episode of the Boat Princess podcast. I have got two fantastic young women in front of me here at Princess Yachts in Plymouth. I have Hayley Spencer, whose title is Manufacturing Engineer. I love that there's word engineer in her title. And then Tia Lawton, who is a junior HR business partner. Again, business partner. What a great title in there. We love that. So welcome, girls. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Great to be here. So we're going to ask you a little bit about, because there are many women out there that don't really... I guess, know that the boating industry even exists for them as an opportunity. You are two young women sitting in front of me who have come into our industry and we want to share that with them. Um, so let's start with you, Hayley. How did you get into this role? Um, I suppose it started uh, when I left school. I had absolutely no idea what I'd do. I suppose a lot of young people are the same. Uh, and I got to a point where my, my dad just sat me down one day and went, what are you doing with your life? Come on, like, you know, you need to do something. You need to get a trade, do something that's going to last. Um, and obviously down here in Plymouth, we're, we're very lucky. The amount of uh, engineering environments we have. So I did a little trial run in an engineering. It was a train depot at the time. And I started looking for apprenticeships. And that's how I sort of stumbled upon Princess. Because obviously, as like you say, like as young girls, don't know of engineering, don't know of Princess Yachts or these other businesses. Um, so I applied for an apprenticeship and I was lucky enough to get in and been here nine years now. Wow. Okay. And what about you, Tia? I was in the same situation, to be honest. Uh, at the end of sixth form, thinking about university, but was I going there for the sake of it because I didn't all know what I wanted to do? Um, so started looking out there and, yeah, I saw, saw the apprenticeship vacancy and kind of went for it. And, uh, yeah, I've been here ever since and it's coming up to four years now. Out of interest for Princess, where, where did you see those those opportunities online or I actually um, heard through word of mouth um, but we we do advertise online through all different websites and on our recruitment page on our own website so yeah we're constantly doing open days and that sort of thing to try and get new apprentices in ah lovely that's really great what well, yeah open days is a great idea isn't it because yeah, it's great. such a big facility here there is so much to explore isn't there yeah that's so cool so Tia, tell me, tell me about your apprenticeship 
Tell me about what was involved in doing that. Yeah, so um, I got put with a HR business partner who mentored me, um, which was great because I could see it all then firsthand, um, see what goes on on a daily basis and really get stuck in, which was which was brilliant. Um, so I went to college one day a week and then I was in here for the rest of the week and it, it was great. So um, studied all about HR and everything there is to it. And then I could see it firsthand as well, which which was brilliant. Um, we had some exams at the end and that sort of thing. And then once I finished that, um, I went on to further education to do my level five in um, HR management um, and really got stuck in then. So since I've completed that, it's really getting stuck in with the meetings and being more involved rather than almost watching. I can actually step in and get involved, which is really great. Yeah, and what do you love about it? Um, I love, I love being able to speak to people, being able to help them. Um, so it's being that point of contact. Yeah, you, that point a lot of, of people come to you for help and advice, and yeah. you're that person, the first person they'll see in the yeah, prison. and being able to reassure people and you know help people out when they need it, it is great. And um, it's also the 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 management side as well. When when you're in those meetings and all getting together and speaking about things, it just it's good to communicate as well. Yeah, that's great. And what about you, Hayley? How did you start here and what did, what did your apprenticeship involve? Can you give me some detail of, of what the apprenticeship actually involves here? Yeah, so when I joined, um, my apprenticeship was a four-year apprenticeship, um, engineering apprenticeship. Um, big part of the reason I chose Princess over other areas is Princess. They don't specify their apprenticeship. You're not a mechanical engineer or an electrical. You're everything. You're all in one. So you'll see in my eyes as a as a young like woman then it was like oh you're more qualified you're you're more usable you know um so I I joined you start off with your first year do full college um you come down in like half terms get to see what the boats are like see what people are like see the sort of jobs that you're gonna get to do um and as those those years go on you do less college and more work base and obviously during that time you're also earning so for a young person that like myself had no idea what to do like do I go to uni have I got the money for uni have I got the brains for uni you know it was like you can just come to work and you're earning and learning at the same time and building relationships uh, one of the guys that I worked with as an apprentice I'm still friends with and I still work with today like nine years later uh, like major part of my life so you build those really good relationships. Um, totally agree with that. Yeah. You build some really good friendships and relationships with the people around yeah, you. Yeah, because you're with you? these people yeah. more sometimes than you're with your own family. Yes. So, yeah. you know, having these relationships, having these friendships mean like a lot. And it does not mean just because you're a girl, you're, you're going to get shoved <laughs> to the side. You're going to make these yeah. friendships and these guys are going to like treat you like one of their own. And then, um, yeah, so I, I basically moved around Princess. Um, I've been, I think I've worked at nearly every site they have down here. Uh, worked on multiple different boats and different yacht models, um, all the different areas from engine rooms, helms, fly bridges. I've done lots of different open days. So um, as he was saying, like we've done open days where we, uh, you know, try and entice people and show people what Princess is about, what we do, and what we we have like on offer. So I've done many of those. Um, and now just I'm at that point now where I finished my apprenticeship, and now it's kind of like full circle moment and passing on what I did to the apprentices that are coming in now. So it's kind of a nice full circle circle of life moment for me right now. And that must be really nice for you to be an actual mentor for especially young girls coming yeah. in to this industry. How does that feel for you? It, it's lovely. It really is. Because when I first joined, um, Princess hadn't had women 
um, in the workplace for a little while. They, on on the shop floor, of course, there there are were obviously women around, but there weren't many on shop floor doing what you'd call like the manual job. Yeah. Um, so when I first joined, I literally didn't see another another woman at all. Um, so it was quite new. You get a lot of head turns. Um, but now we've got so many more apprentices coming through, not just apprentices, but you know, just you know, employees of all different trades. But to have female apprentices coming in and seeing them and how different it is for them, it's nice because it, you can see we're going in the right direction. This whole industry is going in the right direction because you can see how much better their experiences are compared to some of the experiences I had to deal with. And also being that point of contact. So um, I'm a mentor, I've also for a female rep as well. So being that person that like girls can come to and go like, oh, I'm not too sure about this. Yeah. Like, how did you deal with this? And it's nice to pass on that knowledge and go like, you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I managed it, you're gonna be okay. Like, come on, let's have a chat. Let's take five, like you'll be, you'll be just fine. And it's nice, I think, because you get rewarded by their feedback. Yes. So when you hear feedback, it's like, you do feel good about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, every year we're um, increasing the number of female apprentices we've taken on. I think last year was our record-breaking year of how many yeah. we've ever taken on in the apprenticeship scheme so far. So it is increasingly getting bigger every year. So I think schools are more aware now that yeah. that's something they really need to advertise to, yeah. to get them into the industry. I that's think those fantastic. open days are really, like you say, open days, events are really opening that to people and they are going oh wait there is this place up called princess shots that we can go to i, I literally interviewed a, a young girl today um to be a carpenter and i've been here nine years and i've never known a carpenter apprentice to be a female so wow. that was for me like a wow moment like i remember when she finished her interview and like left the call i was chatting to the um my other like um interviewer and i was like I've never seen this nine years. Like we've now got a potential female carpenter apprentice, that's you know, awesome. and that's like a big moment. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like yeah. we've never had this before. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, it's great to see that whole shift. But but in, at those open days, they see you. We we are, we only feel comfortable in advertising or a space or when we see somebody that we relate to. So when women come to an open day and you guys are there. Um, saying, yeah, it's great working here. Um, that makes them feel so much more comfortable and, and want to be there as well. So I, that, and that's interesting what you said about, because we, we as women, we do face challenges in the workplace and um, they're not necessarily even really bad. They're, there can just be some language that's used inappropriately. And often the guys don't even mean to, they don't realise what they're saying. It's banter. Yeah. Which, yeah, it goes one way or the other, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very, banter is a very sensitive subject and it's something you need to be very careful with. Yeah, yeah. And even things like, um, uh, you know, they, they can use a language that talking about, oh, don't be a girl or something like that. And that... They don't really, they're not being vicious. They're not being, you know, they're not meaning to be. Yeah. It's just that that's been the language in the past. But now we need to change that to make sure that um, you guys all feel comfortable in that space. And and, and they, they will invariably go, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about that. Mm. But they, they say it because that's part of our language. So it's great that you guys are, I guess, educating the guys in our workplace on your way through which makes it easier yeah. for the girls that are coming in five years later as you say yeah um to not have to deal with some of that because you've 
been the forefront that have dealt with that and said, no, that's not okay. Or, or you've had, just had, sat down and had a coffee with that, that person and said, look, you said this the other day and it's really not great. So can we work on that? Yeah, I also think the support out there now is much higher. So before, you know, um, companies like Princess, there'll be obviously thousands around that aren't used to having the women in the workplace in these certain jobs. There wasn't always the support network there either. And not saying that we all need that, you know, like arm around us, like you're going to be okay, but it's having that person to go to and go like, this isn't right. Can we do something about this? And then they go, oh yeah, like, yeah, it's not right. Like, why haven't we seen this before? And they wouldn't have seen that before without women there. You know, it's yeah. having those things in place now that you can just raise your hand and go, well, shouldn't we be doing it this way? And then they go, oh, yeah, yeah, we should actually yeah. be doing it this way. Yeah, it's a very male-dominated um, industry, which um, we're hoping to change, aren't we? So, yeah. yeah, and it is changing And it is slowly. changing, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. some years you can see it's like... It's really changed. Yeah. Like some things you go like, wow, I wish I had that yeah. when I joined. Just when you, you know? walk down the street now, yeah. just compared to when I started and you see all the like the female production yeah. leads and it's just, it's not what, it's not what it used to be, is it? No, yeah. I mean, I had interviews with a girl um, a few months ago and I said to her, she was saying like, oh, I'm a bit nervous about, you know, if I was lucky to get the job, I'm a bit nervous about what it would be like on when I walk through the shop, you know, when I walk like down the yard, am I going to get loads of head turns? And I'm like, I can honestly turn around and go like now, no, because you're not a minority no more. You yeah. know, there are so many women that work here now. You just blend. Every you, Everyone's used to the women in the workplace now. Yeah. Where when I started, yeah, like anywhere you go, it was the constant head turn. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally agree Like trying that. to hide yeah. from it. You totally know? agree with that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. totally different now. It's just, yeah. Just... And like, that's one thing I would say that like, a lot of 16 year old girls, if you're coming out of school as an apprentice, that's one thing you're going to think of. Am it's I going to really get stared at? Yes. And it isn't a nice yeah. feeling, but now that's, no, yeah. you're not going to get that no more. So that shows that progression. And credit to the guys out there, you know, they're, they're, they're doing that. They're not, yeah. They're not making you feel different. They're, um, they're making you feel part of the team and bringing you into the team which yeah. is you know we've all I think we've always got to thank the guys around us that do support us and do give us that that you can do this you know because they, they do often um and there's also guys that step in and defend us when there is a bit of banter yeah. that that is inappropriate or anything like that and again those guys we need to thank for doing that because as much as it we'd love it not to be like that it does still happen um but those guys that are doing that are making a real difference that that one moment of defending tia from a bit of banter she received from somebody that man can really make a difference to your life in doing that for you so i think it's um i think we need to you know i think we need to make sure that men are are aware that whilst we're promoting women getting women into the industry it's not because of the guys, the guys are supporting us and wanting us to be there, which is which is just so awesome. Yeah, yeah, totally 100%. agree. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for, like for me with like I said, being I was the only girl at one point. If it wasn't for the guys, like I wouldn't be doing the job. You know, there are times where I was like, oh, I don't want to do this no more. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm struggling. But I had such a strong support of of a group of guys that, like I said, now are still. I'm absolutely amazing friends with you know I know their families I know their dogs their <laughs> kids you know like and like if it wasn't for those people those those guys like I wouldn't be doing this I wouldn't be the person I am now they they've shaped me as much as maybe we've shaped the business and the way things are yeah. they shape you like you get their mannerisms you know what I mean they teach you they're teaching you how to do the job 
you're just trying to promote it for everybody else. Yeah. And if it wasn't for them, I don't think there'd be as many as many women in here because they're the ones that are teaching us at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So credit to them. Yeah. 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 And so, Tia. Mm-hmm. Where do you see your career going? What do you fancy well, doing? Um, I've just been promoted to a junior HR business partner, which is brilliant. Um, I'm very excited to get stuck in and get going with that. Um, and then I'm, I'm on a career plan, really. So hopefully in about 18 months time, I will then be a fully fledged HR business partner. Wow. So yeah, I'm on track for that at the minute, which which I'm aiming for. So I really need to get st- stuck in and work as hard as I can for the next 18 months to to make that happen. And I get the real impression that there's a, as, as a very... Um, clear career plan here at Princesses. Would I be correct in saying that? There's a lot of opportunities. So it's equal opportunities. We get, um, you know, you've got your mentors, you've got your managers. If you need to speak to them about career progression, they'll, they'll put you on a path and help you out. We've got vacancy briefs that go out every week. Everybody's free to apply for whatever roles on that vacancy brief. So yeah, it's equal opportunities all round. Love that. Yeah. And Hayley, what about you? Um, so I've just well i've just finished my first year um so i've two years ago i did a hnc um qualified that um free what's, what's an hnc it's a high national certificate so it's kind of the bridging course from doing an apprenticeship sort of level three going to level four level five um and i'm so i'm on a sort of pathway for getting my bachelor's degree so i qualified that two years ago over covid what a stress that was <laughs> anyone studying over covid was like oh, that was me yeah. as well yeah what am i doing with yeah. my life yeah <laughs> came out the other side yeah. managed Good. to get that yeah and um after obviously like talking to the business about my sort of plans um we agreed that i could continue and i've joined the the bachelor's degree so i'm on a course at the moment so i've done that for another three years um i've just got a promotion myself so i've just got a new job um and i'm gonna be probably doing that now basically throughout my degree which is going to really help me because my degree is in manufacturing engineering and my job is manufacturing engineer so it's perfectly (gasps) married now i think that's something that the company definitely helps with when you're doing your apprenticeships and you're doing your courses they put you in that role so you can see what's happening so when you need to write about what happens on a daily basis you can see it firsthand and it's really helpful you can you definitely know what goes on more don't you yeah oh that's fantastic so it's lovely to see you both so you're very clear on what you're going to be doing and it's um, you've got those goals in front of you and you know exactly how you're focused. Yeah, and we're on totally different paths yeah. as well. We couldn't be any more opposite <laughs> yeah. on what, what we're doing, but yeah, yeah de- definitely got clear paths as yeah. That's but like, they, like you say, they run along. So even though we're totally different paths, you know, the business has still got those paths for those people. So where mm-hmm. you've done like your degree, you've done your level five, I'm just doing the same thing, but just in a different area of the business. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're office-based or if you're on the shop floor, those options and like you say, those equal opportunities are still there for people. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. So Hayley, give me a life, a day in the life of you working here at Princess. What do you actually physically do on a day? Okay, so there's, as an engineer, there's, countless different jobs that you can be doing each day um as a sort of snapshot i'm in a fit out mentoring role currently while i'm on my transition to my me's job um but basically my area sort of field of always of work has been the engine rooms that's where i enjoyed most of my apprenticeship so 
apprenticeship time, four years, rotating, trying out different areas, and absolutely just I fell in love with engine rooms because it had everything. You could do electrical, I could do the mechanical, I could do hydraulics, I could be making something look pretty, <laughs> I could be doing something where I'm getting covered in oil. I just loved the the the, the, the diversity of everything. So, um, sort of my daily life would be team meetings with our little crew, find out what jobs we were going to do for the day, what kit we had available. And we would literally build the engine room from start to finish. So from an empty hull to everything that the customer will see as it goes out. And alongside that now, um, as I sort of said, full circle, I've got an apprentice. So I sort of mentor them as well and manage where they go in the business. And we're trialing something a bit different at Southyard to everywhere else where we're doing a bit of a rotation plan so that they maximize their apprenticeship. So at the end of the fourth year, you could look at that apprentice and go, I want that apprentice on my team. Like, they're a good apprentice, you know what I mean? They've, they've done the work, they've proved themselves and hopefully they feel better about themselves because they can go, yeah, I can do any job. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but like, I'll give it a go, you know? So it's a bit of a, a mixture at the moment of hands-on engineering and also then mentoring and passing on some knowledge. I love that. So that must be very satisfying taking an engine room from an empty space to a, what we see at Boat Show or what yeah. we buy. Yeah, it is. I, I think it was the one thing for me as an apprentice when I was younger that I was like, wow, like you've literally gone from this empty room, just this V-shaped room that's got like nothing in it, you know, and then all of a sudden you can hardly move now because yeah. you've put everything in. You've got your engines, your generators, your fuel tanks, everything's like taking up all this space. And when you walk in, it's just like a wow moment. You know, you've seen these two engines, you're seeing all this all your cabling and everything all neatly done and these hydraulics and it's just yeah it was something for me that I was like wow I just love that space yeah I think most um, apprentices always find their little niche and for me that was that was a wow moment I think going from they like, say emptiness to what the owner gets to see it was and in the engine you do get to see that start to finish yeah other areas of boat sometimes not so much so for me that was yeah it's a, it's a wow moment I still even now if you go on a different boat after you've been building for a little while and you see it finish and you got to the way like Wow, that looks good. Gives yeah. you a sense of pride, doesn't it? Yeah, really? I mean, yeah, it gives you something to be proud when it's of. All where you're cleaned and it's yeah. gleaming. You're like, wow, look at that. Yeah, they are lovely and shiny when they're done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't, we don't normally get to see that side of it. We get the, like all the dirty, and we're like getting all in and like you know building it, and then on the water when you, you very rarely get a chance, and you're like, wow, that is what they're actually like. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I'm a bit of a um, when I go to boat show, you know, there's. There's lots of other people there just looking at the glam bits, of the, you know, the, the, the sofas and the flybridge and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going, where's the engine? <laughs> yeah. I want to look in the cupboards, you know, like, I want to open stuff. Like, because I'm used to the engine room. I'm like up the front with a pointy yeah. end. I'm like, I want to see what the cupboards look like. What does that do? <laughs> I don't get to see this normally. <laughs> so Tia, how about you? A day in the life of Tia or a princess? Um, so this is what I really love about HR. It's just not every day is the same. So every day is different. The variety of things that go on. Um, um, you don't really know what to expect on a daily basis. Um, you could go into the office, sit down with a list of your things that you you need to get through for the day. Get none of it done. And none of it done because <laughs> the door's being knocked on all day. And then that means that disciplinary meetings could come in, investigation meetings could come in, um, and your list just grows. <laughs> but it's great because it's that variety of jobs that you've got going on then. And um, you or you can have some meetings, some wellbeing meetings, check on employees, make sure they're okay. Um, if they're off absent or, if, um, you know, just to get together to give them some support um so every day is totally different um yeah. i couldn't even 
tell you if I tried. So it just it just depends. It depends on the day, but it's just that thing. It's welfare. You're checking in employees, making sure they're okay if they're off. Um, you're chasing managers on stuff that you need, which as a, as me being a young female, and they've all been here for a long time and mostly male managers. Uh, I think that used to be something quite intimidating to me, but I'm totally confident with it now. And definitely since also I've passed my course is going in and going in and actually going into those meetings, those disciplinary meetings or the investigation meetings and being the only female in the female in the room sometimes um, with people that worked here for a very long time was very daunting to me at first. now I don't think twice about it. Totally confident going in. <laughs> going um, own the room. Yeah, like, totally me. confident going in. Don't think twice about it. Not daunting to me at all anymore. Um, so yeah, it's really great. And I think there's a lesson to be learned in that. That you know, um, for a lot of us, a lot of things are very daunting. When you first drive a boat, it's daunting. But the more you do it, the more you just get thrown. And sometimes, sometimes we get thrown into a situation and we think, "Whoa, what are we doing here?" Um, but the more you do it, if you just keep going and keep doing what you're doing, the the confidence builds up, doesn't it? Because it's practice. It's literally practice makes perfect. Definitely, yeah. And you you just need that. Yep, I'm okay. And you do it. You might make a couple of mistakes the first yeah. time, but you learn from that you one. You do, yeah. And and then you go on and you do it again, and and you think, oh, I could have done that yeah. better. But you learn again. And yeah. That's the only. And I think we need to make that really clear to women out there. Yeah. Just give it a crack. Have a go. Definitely. Totally yeah. agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's our what's what's the the thing you want to say to the girls out there that are potentially looking at coming into the boating industry? What do you what do you want to tell them about us? I think you gotta go out and have a look. I think one thing, obviously I can only speak for Princess, because obviously we don't get out, we don't see other other companies, but for princess like come and have a look come to the open days if wherever you are if they're doing a school meet if they're doing an open day if they're doing a a greet you know a chat Mm -hmm. go because you've got nothing to lose you know if it's there and you're like this is not for me you've been there you've tried and you can say you've ticked that box like i tried that but coming and having a chat is something that i didn't have like they, they they didn't do that for me when i was a girl when i was at school like you know what i mean like now that i'm a bit older like as, a, as like a woman I can go like I wish I had that when I was that little girl at school yeah. I had no idea what to do totally agree if yeah. someone came to me and went hey have you, have you thought about engineering I'd be like no but what is it you know like what is it you know yeah. and for me like now I see all these kids coming through and they've got schools that do engineering as a course in school like where was that like wh- why didn't I have that yeah. so for me it's just go and try it yeah have a chat with someone like and if it's not for you it's not for you but you, at least you can see it you can physically go and see it you can physically go and chat to someone and they'll really open your eyes up to like what is like potentially out there for you now yeah and there's so many different opportunities yeah. as well so if, ranging from shop floor to hr to sales to health and safety yeah. to finance apprenticeships um so many different opportunities yeah. now so many different apprenticeship schemes so there's so much for people to go for and to you know have a look at see if they do if it if they do fancy it yeah love that love that now you had a, an event a while back uh, here at princess in january when you couldn't do Dusseldorf. you had that event oh, where yeah. you just oh, your yeah. boats down did you guys go to that yeah. Yeah. yeah and how did that feel for you 
I thought it was amazing. It did. So I did. I had to do like a little press thing. I don't know if you like seen it. I was like no. so nervous. <laughs> she was on the TV. Yeah, no, I'm like, oh no, and then I was really nervous about going down. But when I seen the boats, I thought, wow, like why aren't we doing this every year? Yeah, to me, it, it was just amazing. like we're in Plymouth, the home of Princess, the home of where all these beautiful boats are made. And then yeah. I'm like, this is where they need to be. We should do something like this every year because yeah. it brought such a crowd. I mean, it I did. was just there for like a couple of hours. Um, the amount of people coming and going just to try and get a glimpse, I thought was yeah. absolutely beautiful. I kept seeing it all over people's Instagram yeah, stories we and everything all weekend. About. Yeah, just people videoing it and taking photos because the lights and yeah. it looked amazing. And you would get you down like Ibiza yeah. or like down in Palma, you know, on the marinas. You know, it was like one of them moments because it was nice weather as well. Yeah, that's brilliant. So good, so good. And I think that's a perfect example of something that covid created covid has been terrible in so many ways for so many people but it has made us do different things differently it's made us think about doing things differently um and that is a perfect example of something that happened out of covid and is actually better for plymouth better for princess because you all enjoyed that so much the community suddenly feels that princess is more of the community because they're seeing it there and getting excited and proud of having that industry here in Plymouth. Um, is there some things that have you have changed your life or your working things that, that are for the better because of the situations you were put into because of COVID? I don't think so for me, to be honest. I feel for me, like my life changed in a slightly different way. Uh, my partner also works here at Princess. So we were we were really fortunate that Princess allow obviously through the likes of you with your HR and things <laughs> like now is is flexible working. So uh, me and my partner like we sort of struggled with it because of COVID and childcare and all those sort of arrangements caused us issues. So you know with the business it was nice that we could do these flexible working to try and cover for all of those sort of arrangements. So that must have been an amazing event for you all, and I know you really enjoyed it, but. Um... Let's delve a little bit more into life as a woman working. Um, I know, Hayley, you have children to care for as part of your world. How do you juggle that with the whole working? Because you're full-time, right? Yeah. So how do you juggle that? Um, it, it can be challenging at times, I'll be honest. Uh, so my partner's got two kids, um, which are fantastic. You know, they love the idea as well of us working on these boats. They're like, oh my God, you're on these mats. They always want to come down and see them, you know, kind of hoping that we'll get another family day that we did years ago so they can come down and have a look. But yeah, it can, it can be challenging. Um, I think going back to sort of COVID with, with that was probably the biggest challenge of working full time. I was doing my HNC degree at the same time and then also homeschooling two children <laughs> where wow. I was like, what is going on with my life? How has this changed so much? Yeah. Um, luckily, obviously, we have such a support with myself, my partner, the children's mum, you know, like everyone's getting involved. Uh, but yeah, it, it was at times it can be a bit of a struggle. Um, it's something new. Um, but yeah, I think you just get on with it, don't we? I think women just do, don't they? Just like, yeah, that's a challenge. I'll take it. Let's just push forward. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. That's so good. And Tia, you were studying during COVID. Yeah, so I was actually ready to finish my apprenticeship and then COVID happened. So I had to try and stay on top of what I had learned because um, I knew as soon as we went back to work, that's when my endpoint assessment would be booked and I was ready to do it and all my work was completed at the beginning. And it got pushed back, um, I think about 
seven months. So to keep going for seven months without no teaching to keep that refreshed in your mind. So you're at home, but you're worrying that you're gonna be forgetting things that you're not learning every week anymore. So it was constantly trying to refresh yourself so that you're still ready for when you did go back to work. So it was really worrying, uh, really worrying times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, tough. Really yeah. tough, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I, had, I found it very hard to be disciplined to to actually get exactly. whole, the normal level of work I would get done yeah. exactly. was really quite hard to do yeah. during that time. Yeah, I totally um, agree. And I ended up doing work at 10 o'clock at night or 7 o'clock in the morning <laughs> rather than in the middle of the day yeah. sort of thing. And all that, all that sort of thing went on, didn't it? We so. were the same. We were like like homeschooling the two kids during the day and obviously then there's like the whole devices thing wasn't it like who's got we've got enough devices to do all of this trying to remember how to do like key stage two maths like <laughs> i'm doing an engineering degree and yet i'm trying to do like the division method yeah. and i'm not getting it yeah <laughs> like trying to learn all that again and then like you say like i'd be up like late messaging my tutors at like nine ten o'clock at night trying to get one to one because i can't like do it during the day yeah. definitely brought in new challenges on that side yeah yeah so really enjoyed talking to you guys I'm so impressed with you both for for getting into this industry and for for being part of it it's awesome to have you in it um and I I really appreciate your time because I know you guys are busy and you've got lots on plenty of work to do so um it's been lovely chatting with you um I hope that we will see you in Australia one day <laughs> I hope so we've got my fingers crossed yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you do, give me a buzz. We'll go out boating together. Um, so um, it it has been a, an absolute pleasure to meet you both. Um, I hope you've enjoyed being on our podcast. It's been pretty lovely. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you so much. It's been such an experience. Lovely. Good, good. Yeah, because I really want as many women in our industry to talk to as many women out there as possible to show that you are here and you are... Um, progressing the world of women in our industry as it were and 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 getting some really great careers under your belts um for for other women to see so which is awesome thanks girls thank, thank you, you very much Bye. thank you so that was another episode of the boat princess podcast here at princess yachts in plymouth it's been great to have you listening to us we hope you have an amazing weekend ahead and we shall see you on the water soon thank you so much for listening to another episode of the boat princess podcast i hope you've enjoyed it and if you'd like to know more about what i do and where i am then you can follow me on instagram at the boat princess you can also sign up to my newsletter on my website which is theboatprincess.com take care of yourselves everyone and hopefully we'll see you on the water soon. Mm.